and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. This podcast. In comparison to our previous podcast, which was just me and Marty and one other guest like every week that also wanted to derail the podcast, this this podcast is New Game Plus, which means that it's a harder difficulty for me to derail because Scott and Marty are always trying to talk about spoof movies, dude. They're always <laughs> trying to talk about these goofs and these gags and these bits, and I'm like... Hey, you guys see that new episode of Friends? And you guys are like, Friends hasn't been on for years. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I know, but pay attention to me, mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these pogs I have. <laughs> Look at these pogs. <laughs> and then we turn your cap from backwards to forwards and we say, Grow the fuck up, young man. <laughs> Sit up straight and break the leaves and take out the papers. Eat your vegetables. And the trash. And eat your vegetables. And guess what? Green peppers aren't vegetables. They're fruits, you fucking dumbass. Wait, really? Yeah, that's a fun one. You want to yeah, go on a tangent that. of that? Oh, my God. That, no, yeah, that that's should a be good the cold open product. subject. Let's talk about Let's how talk about green how peppers, peppers are fruits. Peppers in general are all fruits, I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, they're kind of sweet. But also, they're kind of spicy sometimes. Ooh. Yeah, that's a defense mechanism. Don't eat the seeds, guys. You gotta, you gotta eat the shell. Don't eat the seeds. It's yeah. the Fun shell. Facts. Eat the shell. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's called. That's right? what, it, yeah. Just like peanuts, you eat the shell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Spooks Goose and Novelty Songs, a podcast that uh, li- this episode, just like all the others, it's about dumb shit. It's not a podcast. We rebranded. It is the yes. podcast about dumb that's shit. That's right. Podcast. Correct. Your I like go that eat podcast. podcast for dumb shit. It is absolutely. <laughs> if you look up dumb shit in mm-hmm. iTunes, the genre, we're at the top. We're also at the bottom. We're the only ones there. <laughs> mm-hmm. This week we're reviewing Black Dynamite, a 2009 black exploitation comedy action film directed by Scott Sanders, starring Michael J. White, who's mo- most famous for playing Spawn in the movie Spawn. This movie is a send-up of the black exploitation genre of the early 70s, even shooting in Super 16 to help achieve the look. This was not a box office success, but grew into becoming what the critics call a cult classic, and even led to an Adult Swim cartoon series. This is certainly one of the most famous spoof movies of the last 15 years, and one of those movies that people say, have you done this one yet? Whenever I mention that we're due a spoof movie podcast. So my expectations for this movie were very high. Gentlemen, what were your initial thoughts of Black Dynamite? Good. And that's going to do it for us this week. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, we're doing Sleepless in Seattle. Stop (laughs) suggesting rom-coms for us to do. He just keeps picking Nora Ephron movies now. (laughs) Kelly's devolved to just, like, movies at this point. Not even, like, comedy movies. Just, like, next week, we're doing Jaws. I can't even watch... I can't watch comedies anymore. This I like I I've said this before. I have to mm-hmm. cleanse my palate. So yeah. I watch movies like Twister. <laughs> Very serious movies. Very serious flicks about natural weather disasters. Uh this movie's great. It came out I feel like it was one of the first movies to hit the Netflix streaming service. Uh like shortly after it was in theaters. And I think that's what propelled it to cult classic uh yeah at least i mean this is like all anecdotal evidence of course but i remember it being very easy easily accessible and in my sophomore year of college everyone was talking about you gotta watch it it's so funny 
Yeah. And they weren't this lying. This was a big... Yeah. Uh, this movie, I can't believe I'd never seen this before. This movie is like, not only is it one of the best spoof movies we've done, I legit thought this was one of the best action movies I've ever seen. I thought this movie was so fucking good the entire time and was just consistently funny with only like one joke aspect not working for me, which was the kind of like bad movie making jokes they would make, which was like a boom would get in the shot sometimes and things like that. Other than that, like every other joke just hit so fucking hard. This movie was so, so good in my opinion. Um, I agree with everything except the part that you didn't like. I also liked that too. The boom in the shot. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I mean, peeling back the curtains a little bit. Scott and I went to film school, so Mm -hmm, we have a great appreciation. (laughs) And Scott and I use Scott and I use our degrees every day. Like every day we (laughs) go to work, and we're editing, we're clipping, money well spent. We're gaffing, (laughs) we're gripping, we're DPing. You know, we're just all over the film scene. And Marty, his film career, you know, not everyone can make it. It's a tough industry. It's super competitive, and uh. Yeah, sorry, Mart. I guess, like, maybe it just wasn't your passion, bro. (laughs) You know what's funny about this, Kelly? (laughs) Is how much you're lying, but also still managing to hurt my feelings at the very end there. You're nothing. I'm I'm nothing. You guys are talking... I'm nothing. You guys are talking not, about oh my, my joke God. like I'm not in the chat yeah. room with you right now. Marty, this is so rude. Your name, your name is fucking. What's what do they call Theon Greyjoy after they cut his dick off? A reek. You're reek. Yeah, reek. you're reek. I'm you're, the reek. You're yeah, nothing. I'm the reek of the film scene. Yeah, you're nothing. Oh my God. Okay. So the black exploitation genre was pretty heavily defined by Hollywood movie makers making these movies with extreme stereotypes to try to pander to black audiences because at the time they knew that there was a huge market that wasn't being tapped in by the kind of mainstream Hollywood movies. Eventually, other filmmakers started making kind of their takes on those, including Melvin and Mario Van Peebles, who were like very famous melvin's film sweet sweetback badass song was like the standout of this where it's like black filmmakers started to kind of take over doing the black exploitation thing and using that to empower the community rather than critique it in some strange stereotype way so this movie is very very pointed at kind of both of those ideas which is it's very much making fun of uh the interpretation of black exploitation films like just having all these ethnic stereotypes and things like that but it's also like a empowerment movie. Like it's very clearly like trying to turn that on its head too. Especially because the whole movie revolves around uh, white people are trying to make uh, black men's penises smaller so that they white people can like win a race war. Basically, is the plot of this movie. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess, because that's a big reveal at the end. Yeah, it's, it's more of the twist <laughs> than the plot. I guess, yeah. But it's like it builds to that, right? Because there's the whole the malt liquor thing is like the big hook is that they reveal that that's what's being used against the black community uh which i actually thought was really a clever thing because you don't expect that they would have this like fake malt liquor company the whole time that's mentioned throughout and then like it's revealed that it's like this terrible thing that's destroying the community i thought that was like a really i was shocked by that (laughs) i'm not saying that i just thought it was like a nice touch i guess yeah well they they it's the very first thing you see is a commercial for it before the movie even starts i just loved that um the the only other movie that's come close to uh this is borat in the aspect where it's uh just really captures like the look 
and the feel yeah. and the like vibe uh you know where you could almost to the to the point where you could almost like trick somebody into believing this is a real black exploitation movie this movie was yeah the move the style of this movie like there's a lot of like focus gags where like the camera goes in and out of focus sometimes and there's these slow wobbly zooms like this movie is so like that aspect of the bad filmmaking stuff i thought was like super super well done and the bad acting Uh, yes the bad acting and like them getting mad at the bad acting yeah the the editing too like the cuts during the chase scenes were so Fun to watch. Oh, this, this, yeah, yeah, this, the, the editing in this movie, they just have no regard for like space and time whatsoever. Like it's, I loved it. but it just, right. It just cuts immediately to the action of every scene. Like there's like very little of people going from point A to point B. They just cut straight to fucking point B. Like, which is yes. kind of why I hate movies from this era. Like not from not this, the movies that it's making fun of. Just like watching those old sixties movies, fifties movies, there's yeah. just so much space between things, and it's right. like, why stop? Just come on. Yeah, I'm gonna re-edit this and put it on YouTube for all my <laughs> fans that are under the that don't have an attention span. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is like the fastest paced thing in the world. Uh, there's a great gag. And I wrote a specific sentence after this gag. He opens, he kicks a door down and then knocks a grandma out and then just punches through the wall at people. And I said, this movie gets what spoof movies are. Stop referencing that you're a spoof movie and just do a spoof movie. Because this movie does not waste time with like characters reflecting on the fact that they're making a spoof movie and stuff like that. It just is funny the whole time. And that's like the, the thing I really appreciated about this movie. Uh, there's some other great lines off the bat. I'm your 18-year-old brother, Black Dynamite, and you're my 16-year-old brother, Jimmy. <laughs> that gets like a little close to referencing that it's a spoof movie, but I the delivery and everything is like so so funny. Nah, I think it's um, just referencing that it's a movie or like referencing that yeah. it's a flashback. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I was I was also gonna say this movie has a Vietnam flashback joke, and I said this is uh, the other telltale science of spoof movie along with bullet time. So if it does a spoof of Vietnam (laughs) or bullet time, it's a spoof movie. That's the only thing that makes uh, uh, Meet the the Feebles uh, a spoof movie. (laughs) Because it has a spoof of of, uh, the deer hunter. We gotta get a spoof movie bingo card going. (laughs) Oh, truly. Matrix bullet time, Vietnam flashback, uh, Mm -hmm. boom in the shot. Um... Uh, Silence of the Lambs Musical number Silence of the Lambs reference (laughs) Yep Oh man I Yeah I just Everything I've written down For my notes uh, Arsenio Hall Is a pimp In this movie Uh, Some good casting Really great cast Overall Like everybody Kind of just They Like the the Directing of this movie Is so Uh everyone is is so the world of it is so perfectly done like everybody's tone of character is like the right amount of self-aware and the right amount of earnest and it's perfectly balanced the whole time it creates a very like cohesive and like three-dimensional and like lived in feeling world in this movie he says, not the orphanage i used to be an orphan and then it just cuts to him beating up kids in the orphanage oh the character Black Dynamite, who is just this this super tough guy who beats up everybody easily all the time, 
makes for great entertainment, especially if the fight scenes are well done. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I like it. Isn't that like one of the first scenes where he's training in his kung fu, like dojo, speeding up a bunch of masters of kung fu, and then someone calls him, and when he picks up the phone, he's like, "How many times I got to tell you not to call me during my kung fu or something like that?" Like, just very <laughs> yeah. over the top. Yeah, Mark, you, you hit the nail on the head when you're just like, it just does it. It doesn't have to like tell you that it's a yeah. spoof movie. It just is. It's front page news when Black Dynamite declares war on drug dealers. It's literally <laughs> on the front page of the newspaper. <laughs> this movie is just packed of jokes, and it's and it, even if it had no jokes, this would be like a perfectly entertaining action movie. Yeah. It is like so well done. I can't get over how good this movie was, guys. When they kill their friend after he drank the malt liquor, because mm-hmm. he had a small dick. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Yeah. That dick looked normal to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he just have it out, too? I don't know. I don't that's know. Good for, he had to show them. It's the same, yeah. because, like, it'd be weird if they had if they walked into the room and they had to pull down his pants. Duh. I guess, yeah. <laughs> the Chicago wind... Uh when he's uh running away in the car and like you can tell that he's gonna drive off the cliff because he's like turned around like yelling at black dynamite like behind him for like half an hour and it's like that thing of like when they just like you have like a fake car and like a projection screen so it's just like shaky ass footage of like the the road and he's just like yeah turned around talking for a long time yeah the rear projection the movie is funny Oh my gosh, you guys, how many times do we have to watch Black Dynamite before we get it through our our listeners' skulls that it's a yeah. good and funny movie? I'm Come so on. sick of, li- of... Oh my, stop writing in your hate mail, please. So, did you guys like the twist that Richard Nixon is behind uh, the entire thing and Richard Nixon is literally keeping the black man down at the end of this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course I did, because it was <laughs> true to life. Because yes. wasn't there recordings of Richard Nixon saying, like, some fucked up shit? Him and, Him Reagan, and Reagan together, I believe. Yeah. 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 Yep. Fuck Richard Nixon. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck Reagan, too. Uh, the ending fight uh, between Black Dynamite and Richard Nixon included Nixon pulls out a gun that was used by John Wilkes Booth to shoot Lincoln. And then Lincoln comes out of the painting as a ghost. <laughs> to battle yeah nixon and i just wrote this movie spoofs yeah. like it just spoofs you said, it just okay does it. now this is epic yeah <laughs> i posted that ben shapiro tweet mm-hmm. yeah that's my novelty product this week is the ben <laughs> shapiro tweet <laughs> i actually like that better than the napkins oh come on the napkins had mickey mouse on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh for you uh, new listeners tuning in this is a reference to episode one i don't recommend yeah. you go back and listen yeah to i'm sorry if you don't know about the fucking napkins then what are you even doing listening to this that was like episode one through ten we talked about the napkins we've yeah. been talking about them we're keeping the napkins we're keeping uh you could call an epic fail they were bad. So they, were they a novelty product? <laughs> really set the bar low for the next couple of novelty products. I'll say that much. Yeah, and if you want a more detailed discussion on this, listen to episodes one through ten. <laughs> as a movie, I gave this a nine out of ten. Just as an action movie, or even as a comedy movie, this was very enjoyable. But as both, honestly, can't get over how good this movie was. One of the best movies we've done on the podcast, for sure. 
the spoof joke meter was tickled the whole time. And as a spoof, 10 out of 10, what more is there to say? This movie, I think, perfectly makes fun of the we, era of uh, cinema. Uh, I'm sorry. sorry. I just, can we back up for a sec? Yeah. The spoof goof meter was tickled? The spoof joke meter was, was tickled. tickled. I'm going to need you a little more detail on that. <laughs> well, Walk you see, me through what at, that means. <laughs> here at my house, my home, the let's just call it the Spoof Scoofs and Novelty Songs uh, South Studios. Mm-hmm. I have a, uh, it looks like, you know those like uh, giant like, Hit the thing really hard, and the the a rod will shoot up, like and it'll at a hit carnival. like a buzzer. Yeah, like a carnival game. And so, but mine is a spoof joke meter. Uh-huh. And so, every time I watch a spoof movie, I attach my right foot to the inside of this thing, and if I laugh hard enough, the the thing goes shoom, shooting up into the the, the thing, and it goes ding 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 ding. Yeah, and that's how my wife, who's sitting upstairs <laughs> while I'm watching this movie. <laughs> Uh, which is cool, by the way. Yeah. Uh, she she knows that I'm enjoying myself, and she shouts from upstairs. She says, "You like that? That's good." <laughs> okay. So this one rattled the whole time. The whole time. Okay. I'm up laughing. and down. Up and down. Up and down. Yes. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you. I do something similar, yep. except I put the meter not on my foot, but on my knee. And if I'm slapping my knee hard enough. <laughs> Uh, this, it goes way up. And yeah. I just make this sound where I'm like, ha, 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 like sort of out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, I've done that. I grew out of that phase. It's a phase that you'll grow out of. Oh. I give it a, a, a 9 out of 10 and 9 out of 10. Great flick. Great. I'm ruining my 7 out of 10 streak I for this movie. It was wow. good. Guys, it was good. Mm. You should watch this one because it's good. I don't know what streaming service it's on, but I'm sure it's on it's one on... of them. Hulu, Amazon Prime, I... Netflix. Yeah, I had to rent it on Prime. Uh, go to no, your I local Redbox and ask them. <laughs> demand that. Demand. demand to see the manager. Knock on it until the little guy in there opens it up. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Requests, please. <laughs> Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the little slug opens Wait, it's it. that character from Monsters Inc. Yeah. It's Roz? Yeah, it's Roz. <laughs> hey Mike, you got some papers for me this time? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. As a movie Uh nine out of ten, a very a most enjoyable comedy. And as a spoof. I say we throw this bad boy in the golden or in the platinum whoopee collection and I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10. This is it's it's just it's does a perfect job of making fun of what it's making fun of. Uh and it's it's a joy to watch. Uh it it like obviously like you know, they they have a great like respect uh you know, to make fun of something you have to know it well and you have to know what's funny about it and it uh if you love it you have to like really i don't know look at it in a lot of different ways to be able to know what's funny about it too so um, it's kind of like what like some like evil dead like does a good job of like making fun of like b horror movies this does a really good job making like b action movies and also doing the black exploitation genre and i think the big thing is that this movie has a really clear point of view like it has a very clear 
this is what we're making fun of. They know the genre well, and they knew what they were getting into, and also they had a point they were trying to make, I mm-hmm. think, too. And I think that always really helps with these movies. Uh, and a good companion piece to this uh, movie would be Watch uh, Dolomite Is My Name on Netflix uh, with Eddie Murphy. Uh, it's a good, like, not completely, like, dramatic, but, like, it's a good, it's, it's, Eddie Murphy does a good job in that movie acting. Like, he plays a very, like, human character, and, yeah, it's about people making a, a black exploitation movie, and it's good. Uh, Marty, do you have a song for us? I do. This week's novelty song is more a novelty act. As this week, we take a look at the garage rock musician, Nobunny, and his song, Nobunny Loves You. There will be no quiz this week, as we have much to discuss with this act. Huh. All right, Kelly, I think this is one we can kind of just check out <laughs> All right, uh, for. <laughs> take a nap, guys. Nobunny is the stage persona of Justin Champlin, and he's been around since the early Wait, am I not 2000s... listening to this yet? No, don't listen to it oh. yet. And he's been around since the kind of early 2000s garage rock revival. He claims that the act was originally created as an Elvis impersonation, saying, I had seen Fat Elvis, Skinny Elvis, Extreme Elvis, Young Elvis, why not be Bunny Elvis? And he was living in the desert at the time, surrounded by bunnies, and thought it would be a good idea, though I believe the lore around his character, and I can't remember the exact details, but I believe the lore is that he's a reincarnation of Elvis, who was reincarnated on Easter, Hence coming back as a giant bunny man. Ah, uh, just like Jesus. <laughs> yes, he brought eggs for the children, too. Yeah. Nobunny is known for two things. Lo-fi garage rock that is rooted in early, early rock and roll songs, with many of the songs being kind of like takes on famous rock bands and rock songs. He has songs like Chuck Berry Holiday, uh, Motorhead With Me, and he like kind of emulates those bands in the songs. Uh, and he's famous for dressing in a bunny costume. He wears this kind of iconic bunny mask along with wearing other oddball stage attire like raw meat, weaves, ball gags, firecrackers, knee pads, and coats made of trash. The music of No Bunny pays homage to old school rock and roll while adding even more overtly sexual lyrics. And many of the songs basically just take lyrics from other songs and replace the word nobody with no bunny. Hence the song, No Bunny Loves You. And with that, here's a taste. No bunny loves you. So now I listen to it. That's a cover of a song by originally by the Isley Brothers, but uh, popularized by the Human Beans off the Nuggets compilation. Uh, a great uh, uh, compilation of '60s garage rock and proto punk. Um, but you, you'll hear that song in Kill Bill uh, when she's you know massacring the crazy '88 there in the Japanese club, and uh, the Office when they're doing. Uh, their little rendition of those fun one-take lip-sync videos from the early teens. And this is yeah. the guy that he says he's a reincarnation of Elvis, right? I think I've heard of him before. <laughs> <laughs> I actually 
actually don't remember if that's like a real thing or if I just read that on like a vlog. He might have just been fucking. Her. He seems like the type of guy that would just say some shit like that. Yeah, it's just uh, he. Th- it's just not right. It's just something cool sounding to say in an interview. No, he actually. Th- this is actually a fun fact about No Bunny. He kind of maintains the character uh, as much as he can in public. Like he doesn't. He tries not to do. He doesn't do like a ton of interviews outside of the character. Um, most of the interviews you can find with him are like really old when he was like first doing the act and stuff. But he does try to maintain some level of, uh, as they say in wrestling, kayfabe. Mm-hmm. I'm shaking in my boots right now. Why? Because I feel like there's a wrestling quiz that we're about to get thrown. Oh no, Marty! Come on! I can't. We'll just we'll save the wrestling quiz for next. PTSD from this. I have seen Nobody live in concert twice. And they're probably my two favorite live performances I've ever seen. As a performer, Nobunny is an incredible frontman, very wild and energetic while also playing all these fast, catchy, weird, good pop songs. Because he's basically just doing covers with like his take on them. Uh, I saw him twice, once opening for Girls at the Majestic Theater in Madison, Wisconsin, and as the headliner at Milwaukee's Miramar Theater. Uh, they were the worst mosh pits I've ever been in at any show. Uh, what makes this music slash act novelty? He's just a guy who does covers with bunny puns and egg puns and Easter buns and just lists his own name as the lyrics of these songs. Plus the persona. He's just, it's, he's an actual gigantic bunny is the idea. Uh, the tongue in cheek novelty aspect of this is like so core to liking this i just can't imagine somebody liking his music and being like yeah but all the funny stuff i just don't care for like that's like the big part of this i think but if you have any interest in garage rock old school garage rock no bunny is for you no bunny is the weird al of old school garage rock mm-hmm. <laughs> no bunny is the the bunny version of weird al of old school garage rock mm-hmm. he wow, fills that niche you know what yes i'll say it i'll say it again he is the, this is the guy that's <laughs> oh god <laughs> scott i had a question for scott it's, which i'm gonna stop i'm actually cutting you off kelly this time i'm choosing to cut you off scott i'm surprised you actually don't like nobody more than uh than you do well hey i'm an enigma baby <laughs> <laughs> i contain so multitudes like Bob right, Dylan. Kelly, you are... Many people do say you're Bob Dylan. Right now you're in your surf Bob Dylan phase, I mm, would say. Sob Dylan. Scott, do you have a novelty product? Yeah! <laughs> All right. This week's novelty product is... Let me grab it quick. You know what? I'm going to put it on camera, and you guys... Um, first, I'll show you the back of it, and we'll see if you can guess what it is, okay? Oh, I know what that is. What is it? It's a bong. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's arrest me, Scott's cops. Bong. Uh, and Scott, I'm a cop, so yeah, you're under oh, no. arrest. Sorry. No, that's you asked Kelly. Me. I that's told not you. what it is. I'll, I'll hold it up again. It looks like weights. I'm gonna. Okay, I'll give you a side profile view. Um, that did not help. Is it a? Oh, clock? it look. It's a pig shape. It's a pig clock. Yes, is it Kelly's a piggy right. bank. It's not a pig clock. I can't believe you guys didn't guess this. This is a very common household item. It's, of course, my Comedy Central logo cookie jar. (laughs) How could you not have guessed that? 
Oh. Come Dude, on. I thought that looked familiar. It looks just like my Comedy Central household <laughs> cookie jar. Where did you get that? I got this at a thrift store for like 20 bucks or something. Dude, it sells for like uh, over 100 on eBay. Easy. Dude, what a score. Yeah, yeah, for real. It was a great thrift store find. But yeah, it looks like the... Um, and I, it holds a special... I'll never sell it, though. It holds a special... Uh, until I'm... On my deathbed, I'll never sell this thing. Uh, it holds a special <laughs> place in my heart because it's the uh, like early aughts Comedy oh. Central logo oh. when I was watching it the most, and it was really you know forming the twisted mind you see before you. Scott's <laughs> on his deathbed. He's talking to his son. He's like, "Son, what's the bidding war at on my Comedy Central cookie <laughs> jar?" <laughs> <laughs> it's $400,000, Dad. Oh, no. I should have sold it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah, because I'll be poor and destitute. I mean, like, yeah. All right. Um, Do you have any cookies yeah, in it? I don't. It just sits on the shelf. Yeah, I should put some show cookies in there. Yeah, just some... But yeah, you know, here's, like, here's a view of the fruit. inside. Oh, for the listener... A nice ceramic. Oh my god, you just blew out the mic for sure. That's fine. <laughs> Perhaps. I'll, yeah. I'll do it from further back with a little room ambiance. Yeah, I'll do it some. There you go. Oh, tasty. All right. Gentlemen, this is a spoof podcast, and I assume the two of you are big time comedy lovers, so today I've prepared for you. <laughs> You might say that. Today I have prepared for you a little Comedy Central quiz. Uh, And it's the same rules as my last quiz. First one to six points is Mm. the big winner, baby. So, uh, we'll start off with a little multiple choice question. Feel free to ring in at any time. Uh, question Kelly one. Ring it. Kelly, Kelly's ringing I'm just in already. Testing out the ringer. I'm just testing it out. Oh, okay. It's, okay. It works. <laughs> buzz, buzz. All right, gentlemen. Question number one: What year did Comedy Central start? Is oh uh, multiple? multiple choice. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Edit that. Edit that silence where I forgot what no, I was doing. No, oh, fuck you. <laughs> no. Sixteen eighty four. Yeah, uh, you're right, Kelly. Okay, is it A nineteen eighty nine, B nineteen ninety two, or C nineteen ninety seven? B. C. You're both wrong. It's A nineteen eighty nine. Whoa. It started out really? as the Comedy Channel, and then it uh, yeah. absorbed another channel and became Comedy Central. Air absorbed the central. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, What is the official slogan of Comedy Central? Is it A, laugh it up, B, live, laugh, love, or C, (laughs) everything is funny? I think it's C. Kelly, one point to you. It is C, everything is funny. I wish it was B. God damn it. I do too. (laughs) It should be. The unofficial slogan is B, live, laugh, love. Uh, which iconic, uh, old time comedian was accused of being a communist during the McCarthy era? Is it A, Jack Benny, B, Steve Harvey, (laughs) C, Lucille Ball, 
Jack Benny. Or D, Johnny oh. Carson. Jack Benny. I think it's Jack Benny, too. You're both wrong. Is uh, it? I'll, I'll let Lucille Marty go Bo- and then Kelly go. Yeah, Marty, you go first. Lucille Ball? Kelly? Johnny Carson. I thought, Kelly, you had a chance to... <laughs> to tie it up at the <laughs> point five. It it's Lucille Ball. Damn. Yeah, she she said, uh, when, when questioned by the FBI, she said that she uh, had joined the Communist Party in, uh, sometime in the 30s, but it was to appease her grandfather, who I guess was uh, a real communist. Weird. Good tactic to get out of that. Uh, okay, so we're... So, wait, what's the score? Is it... <laughs> I think it's one one. One to one. One to one. Uh six point we might be dropping the the bar. <laughs> uh it might be five points. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I have before me the ranker list of the best Comedy Central TV shows. Now this is of all time. This oh. is the back ca- this oh. includes the back catalog. I and like this, this is this is what ranker considers mm. oh, the best, this is the home. highest quality. Comedy Central shows of all time. I get the same rules as last time. One through five are worth two points. Anything below that is worth uh, one point. I got home field advantage because I had cable growing up. So Marty can go first. You, this is true. No, Marty can go first. I see. All right. We'll let Marty go first. I'm going to go South Park. It's got to be number one. That is number one with a bullet. Two points to Marty. It is three to one. Yes. Kelly, your guess. Yes. Chappelle's show. You guys are just going right down the list. Number one and number two. Tied up three to three. Marty. I'm going to say Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Scrolling down the list. Scrolling down the list. Oh, Kelly's making a lot of sense. I have passed number 15. That's not a I'm pretty sure Aqua Teen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's (laughs) an idiot. Oh, goddammit. Wrong turn or turn channel. Again, we're just dunking on Marty for not (laughs) having cable. Well, no, they're on the same channel, though. Oh, that's so confusing about that. <laughs> um, Reno 911. I'm scrolling. It is number oh, eight. Oh, no. One point. Four so to Kelly's three. At... Four to three. Marty's Damn. guess. Um, man. Comedy Central. I'm trying to think of famous comics who had shows on there. Uh, I'll just go with Tosh.0. Marty. Ooh. Number three. Two points. Wow, that's number three. Holy shit. Are we tied up? Are we, is it 5-5? Five, 5-4. Five? Five to four. I'm, I'm one up on Kelly. 5-4. to four. Kelly, if you guess 1, 2, and wait, you and 3 have been taken. If you guess number 4 or number 5, you'll take home the prize. The stakes have never been higher on Spoof Scoops and Novelty Songs. I'm going to go with the Colbert Report. Kelly, I'm scrolling. No. Oh, no. Down to number seven. One point. It is now tied up five to five. Marty. This feels dirty, but Daily Show. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. With Jon Stewart. Marty, I'm scrolling. No. Marty, I'm scrolling down to number nine. One point to you. You take it Ah. with six points. Marty, you have won the quiz. (laughs) What's number four and five? I'll I'll go down the whole list. Well, I'll go to like I want to list twelve. Crank anchors. Yeah, I actually want to keep going too. <laughs> All right. Okay. Should we make it to to eight? Yeah. Let's do eight. <laughs> All right. Let's bonus round. Yeah. Uh, Sudden death. Crank. I'll say crank anchors. Yeah. Fuck it. Kelly, I'm scrolling. 
Damn. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Whoa. Kelly, I am still scrolling Uh-oh, down on there. to number 21. Damn. Damn. I'm afraid I cannot offer you a point at this time. <laughs> um, what else was like rerun a lot? Like Reno Reno was a good guess because that's like that's on like all yeah, the time. I that's like. on top five. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go home movies because that, sh- that was before Adult Swim. Uh, I'm scrolling. Marty. Damn. I'm down Damn. to number 10. Damn, I'll take that, though. That's not Scrolling, bad. I'm down to number 20, Marty. I have Wait. not seen oh. Home Movies. Oh, my God. Home Movies is Adult Swim. I'm scrolling. Pretty sure. Marty, I have made it to number 30, and I do not oh see God. Home Movies. Oh, my God. Why you what scroll is happening? So Just use Control-F, idiot. <laughs> this is more... God damn it, Kelly! I'm trying I'm to. <laughs> more dramatic. I'm trying to build a sense of drama here. I am fine. But here's the thing: I've scrolled past BattleBots, and I have not seen it. I'm not sure it's going to show damn. up on the list. Ooh, I am now Bots? searching. I have hit Control yeah. F, and I am now searching for home movies. So I do want to say, they are, are they including Adult Swim shows in the list though? Because you said one of the ones we did earlier was an Adult Swim show, and it was on the list. It was not. Okay, it was. Okay, never mind. Uh, Key and Peele. Ooh, that's a good one. Kelly? Number six. Oh! Ooh, damn. Four and five. What are four? Number number four and five. Uh, God. I'll tell you this. Four is a just straight-up Comedy Central, like, (gasps) comedy show. Number five is also very much a Comedy Central property, but it's not quite a weekly reoccurring TV show. The Roast? Comedy Central Roast? Ah. <laughs> number five is the Comedy Central Roasts. And number four yeah. is Comedy Central Presents, and it's just like all the comics that they do. Oh. Comedy Central Presents is on here, but I think it's like, yeah, it's number 16, weirdly. Wow. Oh, damn. That's so weird because that's like the main thing on the, sh- right. on the channel. It's like what it's like, it's primary thing. All right. Should I just go down the top yeah, 10? Do it. Let's, I, let's shut it down. All right. So. Marty. Number one, South Park. Number two, Chappelle Show. Number three, Tosh.0. Number four, Workaholics. Number five, Comedy Central Roast. Number six, Key and Peel. Number seven, The Colbert Report. Number eight, Reno 911. Number nine, The Daily Show. Number 10, ugh, The Man Show. Oh, God. <laughs> Number 11, Brickleberry. 12, Futurama. Three, 13, At Midnight. 14, Nathan For You. 15, Drunk History. Oh, I completely forgot about Nathan For You. So concludes yeah, is, the quiz. Yeah. Marty, I declare ye the victor. Thank you. But, Scott, I think we're all the victor for that excellent quiz you presented. Two for two on the quizzes on this uh, last three weeks of episode. Two for three. Two for three, yeah. Oh, hey, hey, what was wrong with my quiz? <laughs> Why did you assume that yours is the one that was not in those two? Yeah, because no one likes my wrestling quizzes. Hmm. Yeah, get, start a wrestling Rass. podcast. Don't bug us with this shit. Wrestling. Yeah. I listen to too many to do my own. <laughs> I look forward to Kelly's novelty product next week. I thank him for seeding his uh, novelty time to me the junior counselor yeah i just hope it's still alive next week oh, oh no. <laughs> he has a dog <laughs> he's like i can't feed you we didn't, we didn't do you on the podcast <laughs> oh my god we're once again we're ending on a really morbid tone <laughs> it's sea monkeys it's fine
thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Spoof Goose Novelty Songs 2020. Over and out. Peace.